Thanksgiving to everyone out there that's listening to us and so today we're glad that it's Thanksgiving and we're hoping that maybe you came along early as you're finishing cooking and putting the last finishing touches on Thanksgiving dinner and we can kind of come along beside you and give you some tips because the holidays seem to be very very overwhelming at times and so we just want to talk about maybe what we do for Thanksgiving or some ideas that can make the holidays not so stressful and then we're going to get into kind of piggybacking off last week of rec- of silencing satan and we're going to talk about recognizing satan so um lisa let's talk about what you're thankful for and kind of like what you're do you cook for thanksgiving or do you go somewhere for thanksgiving well i am thankful for of course my kids my husband tommy and the rest of my family um I wake up and thank God every morning that um, for my health um, and um, for finances and my job. Even though things can be tough at job, it's it's a good thing to always remember that He's providing for you. Hey Sherry, what about you? What did what did you cook? What Lisa do you? Yeah, cook? we we have well, we kind of do the potluck thing. So Tommy and I we do the turkey, the mashed potatoes, mm. um, the chicken and dumplings, and then we have everybody kind of bring something besides. That's but good. Yeah. All right. What about you, Sherry? <laughs> so this is actually um, the first year that I'm preparing Thanksgiving dinner, and so I've invited my girls over to to help me. We're gonna have breakfast that morning, and then they are going to. It's also their first year like preparing Thanksgiving dinner, and so. Um, I'm excited to see how That's it good. turns out. I'm excited so. for the food. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Already. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and, and you're thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for godly friendships and that um, iron sharpens iron. I'm so thankful for this group. But I'm thankful to have a warm house um, that I can prepare Thanksgiving dinner and have all my family over in one yes. place. I'm excited about it. And so, amen. Amen. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Um, So Thanksgiving for us, we have a huge family. Um, I I don't know if I actually said it on the last one or not, but there's seven um, children all together with us. So we have a huge um, Thanksgiving in my house. Seventeen total are coming. So I cleared off the table and laid everything out and seen everything that we needed. Um, I actually told them not to bring anything. And so it's me. Yes, right. So I'm doing it this time. But they always want us to. So we're actually having two turkeys. One is going to be in the roaster, and then Dad is uh, the almighty, let's go outside and fry the turkey. Yeah, Yeah, he's one of those guys. So he's going outside to fry the turkey. So we'll actually have two turkeys. And then, um, so that's exciting, you know, just have everybody in the house and, have everybody together and just loving on each other and we play games and just make it fun and definitely not organized because it's crazy <laughs> kids are going nuts and running up and down the stairs and dogs are barking but you that's know anyway it, it makes it a blast it right so fun. that's what we're doing for thanksgiving uh to, as far as what to be thankful for man you know i'm blessed mm-hmm. um thank you lord for just having a wonderful church family and then our our family and thankful for God every single morning of course 
I'm telling you what, there's times that I'll get up in the morning and I'm like, Lord, this bed is so warm and I snuggle up in this nice warm heated blanket and <laughs> I even th- I'm, I'm thankful for those a little bit girl. I've yes. asked for one. I've right? asked for one. So for I'm, I get under that electric blanket, and I even thank him for the even the little bitty tiny things, you know. So we can go over all these big things that we're thankful for, but think about those little blessings that you have every day. You know, we can go in and we can just turn the faucet on, and we have water, or we right. can, you know. So. Um, that's what I want you to remind you of this week is just don't even, don't always think of the big, huge things that we're thankful for. Um, be, be thankful in the little things. In the little things. And yep. I think that's when you realize it a lot because you'll be like, when you thank the Lord, you're thinking, golly, I would have never thought the Lord for this or mm-hmm. thank the Lord for mm-hmm. this a long time ago. So I think the closer you can. Well, my mom, she's cooking and then David's mom cooks. So we have two separate so, like, I just take things. So, I'm the dumpling cooker. Um, my grandmother made dumplings in our family, and she has a pot. I use her pot, her recipe. Ma'am, so. I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my girl. My yeah. Aunt Patsy made the dumplings, and she handed that off to me. Oh, oh you're a dumpling oh. girl, too. <laughs> See? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So. I didn't get her pot, though. Welcome oh, to Kentucky yeah. Podcast <laughs> listeners. We yeah. make dumplings. Like <laughs> so, um. And then as far as thankful, I'm so thankful for so much, th- so many things. And I'm at a different season in my life where I'm getting ready to baby. I'm getting ready to be mm-hmm. a, a, gram, a, a nanny. And um, um, last night, actually, um, we all as a family decided we were going to start feeding at our church. And mm-hmm. so David has been the only one that's been faithful going every Monday. I always like something, something come up or whatever with kids or whatever, and I can't go. So he's been the one that's so faithful to going and, and feeding those um, homeless in our community. So last night I was with him, and he was serving his stuff, and um, there was about 20 there last oh, night. Thank mm. you, Lord. Wow. And um, so I'm sitting there feet, having corn and macaroni and tomatoes, <laughs> and I'm just so thankful for right? that moment mm-hmm. that I, my husband is the one that I've prayed for for so long to be the spiritual leader of our mm-hmm. home and, and to sl- slowly watch it happen, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to see God moving in my family and, you know, um, and to teach me what he wants me to know because I haven't. I and who eat. thinks that we're going to be crying over our husband scooping corn and, <laughs> corn and macaroni and tomatoes, girl. You're I like, oh, I love that about you. I do love it. You're scooping the corn. And on Sunday mornings, he goes to church and all those old ladies that he serves with, right. they all come and hug his neck. And it's just, it. it is just so sweet. And, yeah. and Keaton serves with him, too, but it's been That's a couple weeks sweet. since he's been there. So, But that convicts him, and he's like, I need to get back in it. Yes. Yeah. There's more and more. So, but it is sad that every week they come there and they don't have anything to eat, and they're so thankful and grateful for everything you do. They're thanking you over and over and over again, and you're just like, mm-hmm. God, this is what it's all about. That's right. That's right. So, so I'll say one thing that I do um, as I do my devotional in the morning. I have a thankful journal, and so, um, and that, like Becky was talking about, it'll bring your attention to the small little mm-hmm. things. Like I'll reflect over my day for that day, and it, and it could be my washer and dryer. Um, you know, coffee creamer or whatever, you know, right, smelly right. candles you or something. Coffee. <laughs> yes. I mean, nowadays we've got to go yeah. to those things that we're thankful for, you know, because there's. And the cool thing is to go back and look mm-hmm. at it afterwards. Like a couple of years later, you can pull out an old one and be like, oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And it causes you to be in a grateful spirit, a grateful yeah. attitude every day. And yeah. so that's, that's what I'm going to suggest. Like before everybody 
goes to their Thanksgiving or whatever that maybe you you uh, meditate on what you're what you're thankful for and what you're grateful for and it's hard to be grateful for those hard family members but you know um, we we love like Jesus and so I think this is a great opportunity for you to prepare yourself for you even get over there like mm-hmm. just I think a lot of times we don't prepare we just get over there or we just you know don't have work we don't have God's word in our hearts so if you're meditating and like looking up some verses on being thankful, you're less likely to take somebody's head off talking about <laughs> politics at the Thanksgiving Amen. table, you know, yep. or religion. Or worrying about family issues at all. Like right. put, that, put yes. that somewhere else. Yes. Put that on the shelf. That's right. And enjoy your family for the day. And there's so many people this holiday that have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. And I think about them constantly. I was there just a couple of years ago. And right. It is hard to find joy in the holiday when you've lost mm-hmm. somebody that you love. And well, so, it's almost like an empty seat. It is. You it have is. to look at them not being there, mm-hmm. and then you still have to find joy. Yep. It is yep. tough. but um, So now, you know, I'm three years without my dad, so um, I'm trying to find the true joy. Amen. New joy. New like, joy. Not, the, not the chaotic joy mm-hmm. that uh, of the holidays, because I feel like we get ourselves into so many different um we got to go here, we got to go here, we got to go mm-hmm. here, and it's just stressful and overwhelming. And so I think we should cut some of that stuff out of your life, prepare as much meals as you can before you go over and pray and get in the Word before you go to those hard, whether it's your in-laws <laughs> or it's just a crazy cousin. <laughs> you never know. I have some crazy cousins. Better holy you some crazy cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to thank now, Lisa. You know. Know. Call them out. That's why I just so said if that, that yeah, cousin yeah. is Maybe listening to listen this, to like Linda, I was talking about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Uh, we love I do Linda. have a cousin named Linda. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I was like that. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Linda. <laughs> All right. So now what are we doing now, Becky? All right, so I think we're going to go over a little bit from last week. Um, Sherry's going to recap some things that we went over, and then we're going to go straight into um, actually recognizing Satan. And I've done um, a little bit of research, and I just want to share with you all, and then we're just going to go back and forth with each other. Um, So I think probably the most important thing we discussed last week was being able to take our thoughts captive um, and stopping long enough to ask yourself whether – the thoughts that come into your mind um, line up with the Word of God. Um, and being conscious when you first wake up in the morning to start with, with God. And so so the enemy doesn't have time to sneak in and just whisper those things in your ear and um, sit your mind thinking negatively. And so um, we actually got some questions about that. They're like, how do you, how exactly? And Lisa, even last week, you asked it on the actual podcast, mm-hmm. like, how exactly do we do that? Mm-hmm. So hopefully we explained it good enough um, to make you understand how to, to capture the thoughts. Yes. I just want to say this. I was mm-hmm. blown away by the response of our in- inboxes and mm-hmm. comments on the podcast and stuff. Like, for me, I did not realize that, pe- listen, <laughs> you all believe the lies of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and tonight... Um, I hope that you allow um, God to silence Satan because you are believing what he is saying you are, and that's not who God says you are. And I I just can't get over the people who can't say self-affirmations or, um, you know, good things over themselves. And so we've got to change that. That has to be changed. So, Sherry, what have you got over there as far as, like, tips from last week? 
Um, so just taking our thoughts captive. I think one of the things that I that I loved said, um, sin never delivers um, what it promises. And so sometimes the enemy will tempt us, as you said last week, with like our own desires. And then when we think on those things and we um, fall to sin, it's like then he accuses. Like Becky's going to speak some on that, I think. But once he keeps gets us in that place he will accuse us of the wrong that we've done and keep us in that place of condemnation and so really for me it's just um taking my thoughts captive being conscious and aware of like what i'm what i'm thinking about be intentional about what you're thinking about um does that line up with what god says um and the way you do that is stay in your word you know yeah staying in the word and knowing mm -hmm. what being able to um Almost confront, like, if you treat that thought that is negative, almost like it is Satan, mm -hmm. and you confront it, and mm -hmm. you're like, no, that's not the truth. This is what the truth is, mm -hmm. you know. My God says. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you're actually talking to him. Yeah. No, God promised me this. I think that's why he tells us to go into the closet and shut the door, because, like, when I talk to God, I'm all over the place. I'm like, my arms are going, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, when I'm in war, if somebody saw me physically outside laying in my grass and right. rolling around and on my, you know, they'd be like, somebody. <laughs> Is she okay? Her. So I think that's why he says go in there because yeah. you're doing, you're doing yeah. business with yeah. the Lord. I mean, this is war. My husband said that once. He was like, babe. You know that you slip with your Bible on your chest <laughs> like all night long and, um, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, now when I am in, in the morning. When you're you in just war. cannot help it. Like, I literally fell asleep. Um, and then you that's exactly right. They do think that you're a little crazy when you <laughs> have to, when we have to go to the war room. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and another thing that everyone seemed to absolutely love was the affirmations. We'll go over a few more of those when we um, get to the end tonight. But um, that was just amazing and we loved all of your feedback on that but it was amazing to see like Christy said like really people they it, so many people struggle with the same exact things and we had no idea until we started getting feedback on it it's like oh my I struggle with that as well so, so all right so two things uh -huh. prayer defeats him so when you feel like that Satan's coming at your mind or he's you know you feel that like you're in that place pray Mm -hmm. So, you know, that helps. And then the other thing is that he can't stand in the presence of the word of God. And so if you speak scripture, or you speak word, um, he has to flee. And, you know, James, I think it's James 4 and 7 says, submit to God, resist the enemy. He has to flee. So that's, that's a promise. It's not an option. He has to go. And so if you claim that scripture and you say, you know, God, my life is submitted to you. Um, I'm resisting the enemy. He has to go from you. And so you stand on that promise and... But you know what? If you don't capture that thought, if you even try to flirt or mm -hmm. entertain that thought, you're done. Mm -hmm. There should be no conversation with when you recognize mm -hmm. that it is your choice. You have to make that choice. Am I going to listen to it or I'm going to, you know, make it go away? Because if you entertain it, son, he done. is on you. Mm -hmm. So quick. Well, you start spiraling. You do. And then you mm -hmm. also give and him permission like to come in your we mind. Like, we like it. We like to entertain those thoughts. Well, right? last, last week you said something about he come, he comes after you because he knows your desires. Mm -hmm. And so that's where he starts attacking you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then it's easy right. for him. That's right. Well, he knows all our spots and our weaknesses and what to come specifically at us with. That's what's wild. It's like, oh, my gosh, he studies 
and knows exactly and you know how, what to come after, you know right? How he knows that because he listens uh-huh. to the words we speak out of our mouth. Yes, ma'am. So he can't read our minds. That's Mm-mm. one one of my questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he, can he read our minds? No, Mm-mm. no. So it's we it's are affirming s- to him. Yes, what we say about ourselves. Yes. We tell him everything. Yeah. We post it on Facebook. Yes. And, yep. Yeah. Or call our friends, yeah. and he hears you know, about the gospel. Speaking out, he hears, yeah, he sees your husband's weaknesses, and he sees mm-hmm. your kids' weaknesses, and he has like, he's able to kind of work it all together. If you speak it, yeah. So remember that before it comes out of your mouth, keep it to yourself. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes no I'm like, it give Jesus. it to God. Yes, give you it know. to God. <laughs> Holy hush. Only pray in your mind. Yes. yes, exactly. Okay, so how? What are some ways, Becky, that we can resist him when he comes at us? All right, so. One thing that I um, thought was really neat when I was studying this week is we said the next topic is going to be actually recognizing Satan. So I found, um, let's just talk a little bit about the difference between conviction, right? Because that's what the Spirit of God does. He convicts you. And then an accusation, so that's what Satan does. Satan comes to accuse us, right? So when the Spirit of God convicts you, He uses the word of God in love, and he seeks to bring you back into fellowship with your heavenly father. So he's just trying to love on us and just trying to bring us back if we're going off course or doing something wrong, right? Mm -hmm. He gets you to focus upon God and his forgiveness, and he draws you to the cross of Christ. Just again, trying to bring you back. He leads you to repent. So immediately what happens when you do something wrong, right? I know I catch myself a lot. Like if I'm getting ready, if I've done something or I've lied about something even small, I'm like, ooh, God, nah. Feel it. Yeah, I'm not even supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. Like it could be little bitty's lie. And like I can't even, I'm like, for real? (laughs) That was at the beginning of my, and and we're, it's just, it's It's constantly like we have a convert. Yes, Mm -hmm. right? And then he's always trying to move us closer to the Lord. So convicts us. That's what God's trying to do, but he's he's literally just trying to bring us closer. So now Satan comes at us, and he's trying to accuse us. Know the difference. Accuse and convict, okay? So now we're going to talk about how Satan accuses you. He uses your own sins in a hateful way. He seeks to make you feel helpless and hopeless. How many of us have dealt with that? Jeez. Um, he gets to focus your attention upon yourself and your sins, right? So we're always worried about our sins, and he wants us to stay focused on that. He tries to drive you away from the cross of Christ, so he's trying his best to divert you or make a U-turn or get off the path. Um, he wants you to experience regret and remorse, but not repentance. He wants to move you farther and farther away from the Lord. So say that it's just a little bit at the beginning, right? And you let Satan in, and it's just a little bit one day, and you're like, oh, I don't think I was quite walking the path. And then the next day, you can feel it getting more and more. Well, I wasn't, I didn't even think about my Bible today, or I didn't even even think about getting into the Word, or did I even pray when I woke up this morning? I mean, that's what he's trying to do, is get us totally distracted and take us farther and farther away from the Lord. So just be real careful with that and mindful not to get distracted. Um, true conviction from the Spirit will move you closer to the Lord. So the conviction yeah. will draw you into repentance. Yes, ma'am. Satan will accuse and cause you to be beat down with condemnation. Yes. 
the shame that people yes. feel over the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they won't walk in the Lord because they're ashamed of it. So they're like, I'm not worthy. What do you mean I'm a child of God? Mm-hmm. Yes, there's, you are. There's something like when we confessed our sins to each other. You know, oh, yeah. There's something about that. Like when you confess mm-hmm. your sins, as the Bible says, right. confess your sins. Because for one, Satan wants us to think that no one else struggles with the stuff. We all struggle. There is no other new kind of struggle that has came up. I mean, the same struggles have been from the from the very beginning. Lust. And, and so they're like there's no new thing that anyone can do that is no one's ever done before so like that is that is the enemy and he wants Mm -hmm. you to think oh well and and so we 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 hide in our shame and our guilt and that is not the type of life that the lord the lord has made out a life for you and it, it was planned out before we were even born he looked at it and saw it and if we don't follow that then we listen to Satan, and we're so we're robbed of so many blessings. So let's talk about that for a second. Like we've got a whole hour before this, guys, that we come in here at you know an hour before this podcast, and we've cried and we've snotted and we've <laughs> shared with each other, and so we make that a private moment to where we just lay it all out, right? So we're really, really careful with that first hour just to make sure that we come to the Lord and. Um, just pray that whatever comes out of our mouth, we have to make sure that it's from Jesus and that it's going to help you all. So, And two, I feel like that it's iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the Bible says, Christy, it was talking about um, confess your sins one to another that mm-hmm. you may be healed. And so even if there's that place of shame or um, uh, condemnation or whatever, when we come in here and we can share those moments with one another, and you talk to each other about those things, it loses that power over you. Amen. And you don't feel so beat down. And so um, godly counsel, it's amazing. Yeah. So it helps to have and, that. And people don't even realize that they have a testimony. Mm-hmm. They, they don't think that their story matters or God can't use them or they'll never get over their addiction. They just they say all those things over them. And Satan really don't have to do any work because we're doing all the work for Amen. for him, by you know, by say. what we say it. over yes. us. Yes. And so, if you believe what you believe is what you will, you will either live up to it or right. you will live down to it. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, what you believe over yourself really does matter. And Satan, half the time, is very um, he doesn't have to work very hard because we beat our own self up, mm-hmm. and it's because of titles. Like we're so big on titles too. Like right now, in this I'm in a season of I'm I'm a mom, you know. But when my kids are grown, I won't be a mom anymore. That won't. I mean, I'll be a mom, but I won't be like a mm-hmm. a mom mom, you know. Yeah. Um, and so my title will change. And so some people get so caught up in their titles, like you know, I'm a CEO. Well, you might lose your job. Well, then who are you now? Or all your kids are in school, and now you're just a mom that you don't know what you're doing with you know because your husband works and you don't you know so there's so so you can't get caught up in the titles of your you have to know what god says that never changes that's all that matters that never changes and so if he believes that about you it's almost sinful to not believe that about yourself Mm -hmm. why would you not believe who god says you are why would you believe the enemy but the enemy Mm -hmm. is just there to just throw you off your game he doesn't want you to Mm-mm. Well, he came after us last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, 10 o'clock exactly when our podcast hit, and it was immediate. And we recognized it. And, I mean, you just have to just push go, past just it. Push past it because he's coming for all of us. So, Lisa, you had some things to share on recognizing. So well, show us just – or just tell us a little bit about what you um, 
you can bring to the table with that. Um, one thing that I was looking up was um, one of the things that gets in our way from uh, recognizing Satan as pride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yes. so um, I looked this up and it said, uh, we forget that God is smarter and more powerful than us. And so pride gets in our way. Yes, ma'am. Um, and then learning how to put on the full armor of God. Um, so when I was looking this up, I came across Ephesians 6.10, and it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for that. We think that's a joke. I know. Right? We go to work every day. We get up every day and just put on our clothes, and we, there is so, before, I mean, I'm ashamed to say, but, like, I pray over my family while they're asleep. Mm -hmm. you Me know? too. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like, for it, it is just amazing how we don't pray for our family and for our kids and for our healing and for everything, mm -hmm. protection. We take it as a joke. We don't believe. I don't. Sometimes I don't think we believe what God says because if we believed what God says, we would do it. Mm-hmm. There's times in the mornings before I leave work, I'll go to Abby's door and I'll put my hands mm -hmm. on her door and I'll just pray. Mm -hmm. um, and if I don't do that, when I'm pulling out of the driveway and I'm setting the closing the garage door and setting the alarm, I pray. Yeah, yeah. Pray over your Pray home, for her. Pray going. for Tommy. Yeah. Pray for my kids, my mother, my sister. That's right. Absolutely. You know. I love riding in the car or driving in the car because that's my. I just talk to the Lord. People probably think there she is again talking to herself, but no, I, I'm talking. I'm talking to. God so I mean it's funny. it puts me in mind of when I was um, when I was a little girl I would go to my mom and I would say we she would pray for us in the morning and we got so used to that that on the days when we would be getting ready to miss the bus we would run to mom and be like hurry pray hurry pray we're gonna get on the bus mm -hmm. and so I've carried that over into now I pray for Jordan before he goes to leave and Jamie will come down sometimes too and I'll say come here boys mm -hmm. we'll take hands and we'll pray in the morning and and too because there's been so much so bullying much and stuff, fighting yeah. and stuff so um, I feel that urgency in my spirit. If they do go get on the bus and I haven't prayed, I'll stop right then and cover mm -hmm. cover your yeah. family. It is so important to cover your family. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really important, and that's another way to silence Satan mm -hmm. is by covering. That's right. You know, and and there's like, well, for instance, you know, I pray for my family and for protection. I'm 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 big on protection right now, and like today, you know, my mom's house. Uh, my mom was outside and her refrigerator caught on fire. Normally she's gone. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, things like that, like, I don't think any of that is coincidence. I mm -hmm. believe that is because I've asked the Lord to protect my mom. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I don't believe that we, we even touch the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. I think we're, we um, don't understand. We want this to come natural, and it just doesn't come natural. Um, and so this, when you learn that um, you have to train yourself, to get into the word and to, um, because Satan doesn't want you to, but your brain, you're, you, you don't naturally do this. This is something, it's, it's a muscle. And so like you all remember muscle memory. I don't know if y'all remember muscle memory from when it, you know, we were young, but, um, you know, you have to use your brain and make it, you just can't like, it's just not all that information is not just going to get in there. And so it is so important to, and once you start, like somebody, I heard somebody say, set your alarm five times a week, just five times a week to, to ring at random times and pray. And that is a reminder. It, and a lot of people are like, well, I, 
you shouldn't have to be reminded to pray, but we do. We forget. You get busy, we you forget. Get busy during your but day. But once and you things... start and once you get in a habit of it, that's the first thing you pull out. Like, I won't do anything until I've prayed. Not, I'm so going to do that this I, week. I'm going to, like, yes, sit my own There's actually do that. an app awesome. for it, and it'll ring church bells. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, so. it's amazing. Because, I mean, you do have to train yourself to... I'm just going to say, if you don't have any kind of relationship with Jesus at all, you know, get to know Jesus, but Mm -hmm. pray. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about your Bible verses right now, because that that will come. He Mm -hmm. says, seek me first, and everything else will be added after that. So, um, But just recognizing that every day, Satan is on an agenda to destroy everything that you love. Mm -hmm. So you have to protect your family. Mm -hmm. So can we go back to when... Um, Lisa had said, put on the whole armor of God, because I'm not sure that everybody had probably heard that statement. But we actually did that in church this week, and I was, I don't, you may have even heard me fiddling through my notes, but um, let's go over that just real quick. Um, the armor of God is in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, and it talks about it. So if you ever want to go back and look that up, but it talks about the helmet of salvation. Put on the helmet of salvation by believing that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again. It's the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is being honest and good and humble and fair to others. It means standing up for weaker people. The shield of faith. Faith is being sure that God will keep his promises. Faith in God protects you when you are tempted to doubt. The, breath of the belt of truth, and truth keeps us from giving to the world's beliefs. Compare your beliefs and actions to the truth of the word of God. Feel prepared with the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace is the right with God to, of being contented in all the troubled minds. The, Jesus said the peacemakers were blessed. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which we were just talking about, making sure that we get into our Bibles. God's word is offensive; it's a very offensive weapon. And when we tell others about the Bible, what the Bible says, the Holy Spirit helps people see their bad thoughts and actions and make sure that they are forgiven. So that's a little bit just Everything brought is that back into me. You know, yeah. And then your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Right. And so if you don't know the word of God... How are you going to fight? Because there's right. no, like, gun or sword or actual anything. Literally, it's the word It's the word of God. And so if you don't have something that can defend yourself when Satan comes at you with his fiery darts, and the only thing that you can defend yourself is with the word of God, it's a why do we not get in the word of God? Mm-hmm. Sort it's of because, the spirit. Yeah. I mean, it's the only the, thing you can wound Satan with right. is by speaking the word audibly out of your mouth. And so... You know, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, sin doesn't ever like, what how, What did you say again? That sin uh, never yeah, delivers yeah. What, what it promises. promises. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always think about like these, uh, these Hollywood, and I'm not going to go too, too far on this, but like Hollywood and um, some of your inter- entertainment people, you know, you always hear them say they've made a deal with the devil or whatever on their little um, contracts or whatever. And, and, and that's the truth. Like, uh, when they make a deal for their money, they don't realize all the stuff that they have to to do or, you know, symbolizes the symbols they put in their music. And so, like, it affects their life. They just think they're going to, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. But it usually, it usually um, 
destroys their life or or something like that. It never promises. Like it, we always think it's going to be so great because it's everything our heart desires, and then it will either destroy everything or be the worst thing that could ever happen to you. And so it's tough. It's so tough to discern, but that's why you have the roadmap. Like you said, Cherry, last week, the Bible is the roadmap. And so it's obedience. Mm-hmm. Well, part of reading the word is going to expose Satan's lies. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things I was looking up, I was searching around on some stuff, but it was talking about that Satan, he possesses intelligence, memory, a will, desire, mm-hmm. emotion. And I don't know why I found that so surprising, but I was like, you never think of it that way. You know, and so... Um, but he was created perfect. Mm-hmm. And he was good and he was beautiful and yeah. all those things. And so, like, he was so good in God's eyes. You know, mm-hmm. like, he was perfect. And which he doesn't say that about anybody else. Which brings me to another thing, um, a way to recognize Satan is there, Christy, he was the minister of music. Mm-hmm. So one way that he sneaks in so easy is through music. Absolutely. What are you What are you allowing in your ear gate, you know, or your eye gate? And so... Um, we're swayed by those things that we listen to, and so because it it gets on our emotions, mm-hmm. it ties us to an event or a person or something like that, and we can. So I challenge you: listen to Caleb. Mm-hmm. Thirty days of Caleb. Ooh, and yeah. see that's a good idea. If that, Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Not and that we that. we're old or anything, but <laughs> remember when our parents used to say, you know, you're listening to that trash. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you're putting in your mind, and we mm-hmm. are just like, mm-hmm. whatever, mom. Yeah, whatever. On my like boombox and my cassette player. Yeah. yeah. As, as last week, you grabbed the mic and was like, "Let me mm-hmm. clear my throat." <laughs> <laughs> that was me, right? That was you. That was you. Look, and Memo Betty said, "Garbage in, garbage out." Yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's right. But there's so <clears throat> there's so truth. much truth into it, and mm-hmm. you know, as we're older now, I mean, I realize just what our kids mm-hmm. are listening to. Well, and I think it's it is emotion a little bit, you know. It, it you want songs that are going to uplift you and encourage you, and not talking about killing everybody, and you know what I'm, you know, mm-hmm. everything that you're meditating, like you're supposed to be focusing on things above, like that verse that we talked about last week. Um, you know, that's just what we're supposed to be doing. And it helps us in times like this. Mm-hmm. So, cause you don't, you won't recognize the enemy. If you, um, somebody was talking about, um, they were, they were being like the world and they were like, well, I can be like the world and reach everyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this pastor was like, you can't, you can't reach them if you're going to be just like them. Like mm-hmm. you're, you reach them because you're set apart. You have found something that they don't have. Mm-hmm. So anything, so what you have doesn't, isn't in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Jesus. We can get anything our heart desires just like that. Type it on Amazon, any kind of, anything that we want to, to fulfill our desires, regardless of what they are, is at our fingertips. But the only true thing that fills our mm-hmm. desire we have to work really hard for it. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> have people a relationship. say, um, like you hear them say, trying to fill God-sized holes. Mm-hmm. And so you try to plug yeah. all those other things in that place of where you're supposed to have that personal relationship with Christ. That's the only thing that will bring fulfillment in that. And we all fill it with different things. I don't know. You know? Sometimes mm-hmm. retail therapy at like um, Hobby Lobby. You better Christmas cut it out. Half price <laughs> books. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, that does okay. make the me feel better for the moment. of the oh. lotions at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, like, I'm yes. all about going shopping when I'm, like, stressed out. But, you know, we're trying to catch those habits. That was so. one of the things that I wrote down because I was like, well, if we talk about recognizing Satan, what does that mean to me? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I recognize Satan? Um, and so I wrote down a lot of things, and I hope Tommy's not listening. But, uh, <laughs> but I wrote down overspending, mm-hmm. you know. 
You just yeah. You just go and you yeah. you see things and your mind is automatically yeah I want that and before it's you know amazing. you racked it, up a bill and then yes or the credit cards or the how fast <coughs> we can get things on Amazon Prime like what like you can order so it and quick. it's literally on your porch the next day I'm not allowed to have a credit card I'm sure I don't I don't have have a credit is like Dave Ramsey's nephew oh. or something not really but like <laughs> actually, actually he's the budget guy. Right. So I'm not a budget person. I'm I'm the free spirit. David is yeah. definitely the so tight that he's. <laughs> but isn't that he crazy? Walks, he tries to get us even at that. You to know? get an allowance. An allowance. <laughs> oh, he tries to give me an allowance. Yeah, I've told him to take that budget book. Oh, to oh, places before, oh. but yeah. So, but if I'm thankful for it because I wouldn't have anything right. if it wasn't for him. You know, right. it's like the Lord knows what He's doing. <laughs> yeah, He like, knew who to give you. That's quick. right. He was going to keep you somebody. straight, girl. Be like, but yeah, it. but I like like to decorate my house. Like I follow, I decorate my house. I just mm-hmm. love it. I love to have a cozy house, mm-hmm. and so I decorate all crazy. And David's like, "These are trinkets," and I'm like, "Well, they make your house pretty." I know that is so bad, but and that's it just smells where, good. Yeah, I'm like, that's "Oh my just, lord, that's something to dust." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because yes, a little misorganized yeah. over yeah. here. She'll come to the daycare and be like, "Beck, Beck, we got to work on that on your office." Yeah. <laughs>